Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 96 of Starting the Conversation and episode number four in this mini series of seven days of Q&A. We're halfway in and I really hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to so far. These episodes, because they're a little bit different, felt super exciting to record. And the one that I'm sharing with you today is no different. Today's guest is officially the most frequent guest of Starting the Conversation. And that is no other than Fiona Grayson or just Fee, I don't know why I'm being so formal, founder of She Can, She Did. I massively admire the way that Fee approaches and has built She Can, She Did by just throwing herself at everything, taking risks and just taking action. So it was really interesting within this conversation to have the opportunity to ask her more about what that's looked like in terms of relationships. As an outsider looking in, I can totally recognize that a huge amount of what Fee's built has been built because of her ability to build relationships, both with people and with brands. And seeing as when she's started she can she did she had no network and none of those connections it was so interesting to dig into a little bit more about what that's looked like for her and what her advice would be for other people who are in that similar position of where she was when she started I genuinely left this conversation with so much to think about. So I really hope this episode is as interesting for you to listen into as it was for me to record. So let's go for it. Number four, middle episode in the seven days of Q&A, talking to Fee about building relationships within your business, the how, the what, and the why. Fee, how do you feel about the fact that besides me, you are the most consistent guest? on this podcast. Do you know what? I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, she's getting clingy. I <laughs> play it cooler. Is <laughs> it getting a bit too much? Yeah. No, I, I'm actually genuinely honoured. Oh, Thanks. Third time lucky as well. Yeah, and what's beautiful is you were in year one. Yeah. You were in year two. You were the first ever episode of the new format. Yeah. That was a experience to record. <laughs> oh my. And yeah, now you're going to be within the very start of year three. I Yeah, that means a lot. Is it an honour? Yeah, totes emotion. Just lie. <laughs> if this no, is an inconvenience, I'm don't tell me. No, no, no. I actually, you, when you said it, I was like, yeah, let's go for it. Ready this, for the question? Yeah, I'm kind of like nervous. Yeah, go for it. My aim with these is to ask people the questions that they don't necessarily get asked in your classic interview. Because you're just nosy, aren't you, Alice? Yeah, yeah. I'm basically just thinking I've, I've just got an excuse to have people's time. Yeah. So I can just ask them whatever I'm interested right, by. Right, hit me, go. Okay, you started She Can, She Did with nothing is that rude to say no that's just the that's just straight up reality it's honesty mm, yeah you didn't have investment no you to, didn't have a network what to open up <laughs> wordpress i needed investment for that <laughs> what is it like 50 quid Ooh. <laughs> that g suite account yeah. <laughs> you're killing me you're really killing me yeah no i definitely didn't plan it as much as i should have not at all i threw myself in the deep end and I remember yeah opening my laptop being like whee day one mm-hmm. where do I start yeah but that's got you to where you are now mm, yeah. which is still not obviously where you 100% want it to be I don't mm. think anyone's businesses ever are but I really admire the way that in your story you did just start yeah like I feel like in a way there's too much content around you know the checklist of things you need to have or do before starting a business <clears throat> yeah and I'm sure that your advice because I know it's something you pick up on a lot in your interviews is that the successful people are the ones that kind of just do it and figure out as they go along. Mm. So what did you... When I say that as well, I'm speaking about other people. I'm not like, <laughs> do it like me, guys, and you will be an absolute success. <laughs> Looking Actually, for a blueprint for success? No, I think it's my did. thing is, yeah, I don't... I don't in my, my nature isn't to plan everything. Like, mm. my uh, the girls always joke, growing up in school, I would be so on it 
and then in my outs- like life outside of school and it's been like this school uni work personal life I don't plan anything life admin to me is my least favorite thing to do so mm-hmm. of course me launching a business having never done it before it would be exactly like the way I approach life admin scatty chuck myself in at deep end put it off until the last minute aka yeah. don't think about it for the three month notice period and then be like oh I don't have an income <laughs> let's start this business here we go <laughs> yeah yeah I want to start by talking about network mm-hmm. bit of a cringe word isn't it oh, but yeah. people yeah, knowing people mm-hmm. because you now within your business I would say are very very connected you'd be my go-to person if I'm like Fee do you know a person for this yeah for like you know your way around the kind of startup small business founders world I've just created a world yeah but you would right I know it's weird to say about yourself yeah but it's like we've said before it that's a lot bigger world to tap into that uh-huh. I'm not connected with so it's like a but yeah, I've got, I've like, yeah, I've got yeah. some really amazing women around me, 100%. And you started the business with no understanding of what this kind of landscape and industry looked like. Yeah, I literally hadn't researched it properly. So, like, I genuinely didn't realise there were as many self-employed women out there that were young. Mm. But then I do think the visibility of that mm-hmm. has definitely increased with Instagram and everything. But, like, yeah. yeah, at the time, I definitely didn't think there were as many as there were. What did it look like, your first steps in terms of people? and getting connected I literally remember some of the articles inspired me to launch she can she did the the glossy ones I always talk about you know the the women bossing life articles there was like 23 of them I remember having a little look at them and what they did and just reaching out to them so they were the first point of call like in you know any kind of feature you get them around international women's day or just general like business features I would hunt those hunt them down (laughs) I would have a little stalk and literally I contacted them directly so I remember sitting in my flat with my laptop and writing out such a formal in the way I used to invite my keynote speakers for conferences I wrote I was thinking about this earlier I wrote in word and a formal letter that I had signed and attached that to an email oh my god so they had a formal letter as well as the email because that is so different to the way you do yeah a hundred percent but it was just that kind of I wanted I'd come from that corporate like bubble but I'm like I'm not like that so it was a kind of trying to work out how I did it my natural wording you know me I love a chit chat was I think the actual email itself was really honest when I look back I remember saying to them like blah 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 like play to the what they do you know Mm -hmm. and just generally being really inspired by them Uh, because at that point I had no idea how they did it Mm -hmm. and just yeah inviting them to sit down with me I kind of I remember saying I'd love to sit down I will record the whole thing and share your story but she can she did it's about the honest side of it kind of thing so we'd we'd have a good old chat and I'd share it and then I remember saying I am very aware that I have nothing to show for myself but that you know she can she can she did there's nothing to see here yet however I've spent the past three and a half years interviewing like the c-level suite for big financial firms and stuff so I I can assure you that I will take this seriously I remember saying that and then I said you know I'd love to have 10 minutes of your time on the phone or something just to talk through it like let me know if you'd be interested Mm. and I sent an email to about 20 women and I think 18 or 19 came back and said yeah that that absolutely Mm. jumped on the call with them remember being so nervous for just a 10 minute call with this like woman who literally is like one of us you know what I mean yeah and 
remember just being like, hey, oh, thank you so much for getting back to me, blah, blah, blah. And mm. then just went off and met them and then recorded them and that was that. Yeah. I think it's easy to forget <clears throat> when you're reaching out to people and it'd be the same with brands and businesses too. Like they're just people. Yeah. I remember when I launched this podcast, I reached out to people and felt like it was the biggest inconvenience for them. Mm. I felt so bad or I felt like you I was really asking for a honor. lot. Yeah. yeah, but when you think about it from the other way, mm. if someone were to get in touch with you and say, I'm really inspired by what you do, I'd love to share it or I'd love yep. to partner with you on something and here's how it's mutually beneficial, like of course that's something that you're interested yeah. in. I think that's it though, that last bit that you just said, it's mutually beneficial. Mm. So you always have to remember that, like there's nothing worse than reaching out and asking for, to go for coffee to pick their brains or something. It's like, what? yeah, but what, mm. why? You can't just expect people to drop everything. Yeah. You have to give them a reason. I remember Jenna Meek, the founder of the Gypsy Shrine, said at the mingle that you spoke at, she always, when she approached the brands before Gypsy Shrine had any of the partnerships it has now, she always went in with a vision of how Gypsy Shrine would benefit them back. Mm. And then they were like, yeah, sure, let's go for it. And that's the key thing, I think, is like, if you're going to reach out and try and introduce yourself, always think about what can I offer them in return and be so clear about that. Mm. And I guess mine was like, I'll share your story with my zero audience. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> yeah, lucky things. <laughs> I'll be listening. Yeah. <laughs> you're impacting one. No, I think it's so true. And I think there often comes a point with reaching out to people, you kind of just have to get over yourself mm. and think the worst thing that happens yeah. is that they say no yeah. or they haven't got capacity for it. Yeah, it, and that's the thing though. It never, that was never like a hurdle for me. As in, I never feared mm. that as in putting... It's like you your, don't really overthink things. No, it was a case of like, I'm just sending out emails so I can, mm. they'll either say yes or no. That didn't phase me one bit. Yeah. And something you touched on there was that idea of things being mutually beneficial mm. and definitely something that I noticed within your business is how many people have just like got behind the vision of She Can, She Did and supported it so incredibly. But I guess it's interesting to point out that none of those relationships have come from a place of you being like, hey, can everyone help with this? Yeah. But you've served them or had genuine relationships with them that have yeah. made them want to then offer help yeah. or get connected. I've been f really consistent from the beginning that I have really tried never to be, please, can you share it back? Please, can you share this on your social media? Mm. Blah, blah, blah. I just, I don't like it when it's done to me. Really, I don't. I think it should be come from a place where you do a good job that people want to share it organically yeah. Mm. so yeah no it's just not been and, and the only downside though from that is a few times where people haven't shared it like I remember going and interviewing um some people where I remember one interview their PR team reached out to me it's only about six months into she can she did me traveling into London I did the interview I mean it was when I was an hour and a half typed it all up which took about eight hours and then shared it and they never shared it at their end and I remember thinking like are you kidding me yeah that's so and I think that's where maybe you do have to be a bit clearer and I think actually saying that a few about a, for a month afterwards I remember maybe adding that caveat in but then it just didn't feel natural to me so I, mm. I took that back out but yeah with the hope and everything crossed because for the most part people have just been so amazing sharing it mm -hmm. but just being like are you kidding like yeah, yeah. that's that's a real yeah I wasn't happy about that one yeah bit. yeah there's definitely kind of a 10% of people that don't respond well to that kind of relationship first yeah. thing and need it written out but yeah. I think it's so interesting because your business has been so built off the back of just your relationships with people yeah. and from just knowing sometimes what you're up to the amount of time you spend just having coffee with people mm. and having conversations and listening to people and seeing how you can support them it makes complete sense to me why there's so many people shouting about what you're doing and wanting to get behind it thanks Alice it's true though <laughs> yeah I don't know like I just my I think 
we've all been there when you go to a, an event where I remember going to one when I first started She Can She Did and they were like everyone get out your phones and follow us and everyone do this and just thinking like mm. oh, I'll do that if I want to do that yeah it just but it adds that kind of like mm-hmm. ah my back's up yeah it's this is not about just numbers like and it's that yeah and I think people feel like you genuinely care because I can speak about that from my perspective like when we first met to record that podcast I remember afterwards just (laughs) telling you on the street like yes my boyfriend and I have just broken up yeah and it was like don't know why I did that but so glad that I did because the way that you responded to that and then the way that she can she did was presented to me Mm. it was just then a no-brainer to me like of course I want you on the podcast again and of course Mm. I want to support the events and shout about what you're doing because at it, the core it's a relationship yeah, and it yeah, doesn't definitely. feel like there's a kind of exchange going on yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just of course I want to get behind that yeah definitely oh thanks that means a lot no it's true though thank you put yourself on the back I'm interested as well just to finish off this question in terms of brands because mm. obviously she can she did you know your goodie bags are infamous epic epic <laughs> some might say they're epic <laughs> it's got to the point where some of my friends will see that I'm at your events and text me like get another one can I um have <laughs> picked through yours when I get yeah. back They're well-known, not just within my friendship group, but, you know, within people that go to the events too. And I guess it's, you know, somewhat come from your experience in creating very large corporate events that you probably... No, 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 no. No? We didn't have have goodie bags at uh, the conferences. But in terms of understanding, from a brand's perspective, the value in partnering... Oh, right, yeah. So I guess from my old job, I guess, as sponsorship, what a corporate sponsorship package looked like, then I understand... Yeah, I understand the value of things like offering branding yes opportunities yeah but no I remember working with my best friend at uni and someone that she knew we knew we wanted to do a goodie bag because I was so adamant because of not earning anything for that period of time and not having like being able to pamper yourself and knowing that it's not just when you launch a business in nine to five it just takes over your life in a nice way kind of but knowing that you need those extra little perks you deserve those perks so badly so I was very adamant yeah I wanted some beauty bits and foodie snack bits and my friend Brogan knew someone that I think she worked for a a brand or a PR company who forwarded her an email that basically is what how their PR company or something got goodies and partners sure and it was basically the premise you introduce yourself your demographic and what you can offer them in return. Yeah. And then it was just like, okay, game on. Same way that you like reach out to speakers, yeah. reach out to brands. But the way you say that makes it sound so obvious and so simple. Mm-hmm. But I know so many business owners that don't understand the value that they actually can give to someone who has something that also yeah. they want. And in terms of even the way that you interact with the brands that you work with, you know, your relationship with Zero and with a lot of the brands that partner with the mingles it's so obvious from the way that you talk about them that that's a relationship for you yeah, yeah and again I wonder if at its core that's why it's so beneficial on both ends is because you've not got in it for we want your stuff yeah. but it's actually hey you can really align with this and here's mm-hmm. how this could work uh, my whole thing is literally like loyalty and there's some brands that have said yes from they literally took a chance like zero they were the first sponsor and for that reason until they say no I want them on mm. board. It's just, yeah, I'm just so grateful for them. And like, yeah, we go for coffees and it's all good. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you got pals. Good. Yeah, got some sponsorship pals. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Final question. Yeah. People that are listening. Oh, I'm so sad. It's such a short one. I Is love it? it. I'm literally, I, this is what I love about podcasts. See? I'm just, Saturday afternoon, Alice, and we're just chatting and you're looking we're the time, aren't you? Like, feed, no, it's supposed to be snappy. It's been 15 minutes, though. Oh, my God. Okay, it doesn't feel like it has been, one. though, does it? No. I can keep going. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> 
we are, are you sure you don't want to talk to me for an hour losers <laughs> i'll just press stop recording yeah. just pretend we are <laughs> glorify yeah um no but i'm interested because obviously a lot of what you've spoken about within this conversation i think does come down to you just being pretty like of course i'll just give it a go mm. like it's not in your nature to kind of overthink or plan of course you're very intentional about things mm. but you do in a sense like you almost said with those emails like it's just an email mm. just try it's so funny because like obviously you know about the investment stuff and i have to plan that mm. and it's so not in my nature and i think that's why i'm just it's such a learning curve because you can't just wing it you have to have everything planned yeah. everything there like, mm. forecast budgets everything and it's like oh christ <laughs> but it's amazing it's a learning curve and like i said to you before we switched on this year i'm being really organized because i do think there's a i'm still a hundred percent throw myself in but i do think there comes a point where you do realize that organization actually can be really beneficial and it takes mm-hmm. a lot of the stress and it's a it's a time saving thing. Yeah. When you get further down the line and yeah. you want the business to take off or grow in different ways, yes. you do kind of have to plan a bit. So sometimes it's beneficial. Yeah. Although but I do initial think bits, chuck it in. And also oh, even like big ideas when you have a bigger businesses. Some some of the founders that I love listening to when they're like they have a team and they just let their team run with ideas mm. i feel like i'll 100 be like that just like yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck it try it yeah <laughs> like, it's just what's the worst it's gonna happen yeah you know so what would be if someone's listening to this and they're like fee just sounds like she's psycho <laughs> <laughs> sure clueless people are yeah. not alone, like yeah that's me <laughs> you know if people are starting out their businesses or even you know running a business mm. and want to get more connected have more of a network be i guess just more connected within the industry what would be like a word of wisdom in terms of either how they reach out or just how they go about those relationships be really polite i mm. genuinely think being polite and friendly but polite is so to me so important she loves her pleases and thank you no but you know what i really do really and like, do the more it like even some dms that come through annoy me they really frustrate me because i'm like i want to collaborate let's do it and i'm like mm, mm. no like who firstly like introduce yourself and it goes back to that what why and yeah also say please and say thank you and just be polite yeah please like get oh you're know. shaking mate <laughs> that's a coffee <laughs> raging no honestly i really think be polite that would mm. be my 100 percent advice just yeah. think about before you click send it's so easy to click uh, send a dm so quickly just think about the person on the mm. other end I really think that. Yeah. Is that is that me being really no. like... Because I think it goes along with that thing of people don't necessarily remember what you do, what you say, but how you make oh, them feel. yeah, yeah. And my back just gets up and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I don't know if I want to, personally. I think kindness goes a very long yeah, way. Very underestimated. Well. Yeah. Politeness, kindness, and just be honest be a good as human. well like if you if you haven't got anything to show for yourself say it like don't don't yeah don't give yourself a bravado and so that then you they look at your website and go uh okay. not that. <laughs> do you know what i mean just be like oh yeah. you know I'm, I'm literally just starting out i've got this idea i'm genuinely so passionate about it i would absolutely i feel like you'll really benefit from knowing <laughs> about it no i do you know what i mean you yeah know yeah fill in the gaps for your business yeah. i love that this has been the most fun I'm so upset it's over. What a great like, Saturday yeah, afternoon. It's so good. Thank you. I'll get you back in for episode number yeah. four soon. Four's my lucky number, you know. Is so, it? Yeah. So I feel like we have to get a four in somewhere. Does that mean we can't go past four? Nah, you know. We've technically done four including yours with me. No, it doesn't count. I want a fourth. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> you let me know when we've done four in yours yeah, and then yeah, we'll um, yeah. chat about that but one. But mine's cause... different, isn't it? It's about the story. I'll come so up with I'm a new like, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let twist. me tell you about a different side of the story. <laughs> or just so do it from different it. people's perspectives. Oh, there you go. That's a business idea. Um, yeah, no. What a note. Thanks, Faye. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and we're oh, finished.